Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. And when they were on their way, when, when they were, I mean, the Bible talks about Peter and John, most, most likely John, the, the one that Jesus loved. John got to the tomb first. He ran Peter. But when he got there, he stayed at, at the entrance. But thank God for Peter. When he came, he went beyond and went, to, what's going on here? I, I need to see this thing. <laughs> but what happened was the other disciples went home. Verse 10, he says, then the disciples went again to their own homes. I'm just giving us the background why, why you go to verse 11. But Mary still stood there. By the tomb, weeping. She knew Jesus before, and now it appears that she doesn't have Jesus anymore. And she's weeping and in despair. I don't know what is causing you to weep. I don't know what is causing you to be in despair. I don't know what you are concerned about in life. The world has gone through a difficult season post, I mean, during COVID and post-COVID. Businesses, families, so many things have taken place that causes people to weep. But in the midst of her weeping, all of a sudden, Jesus appears on the scene. In the midst of your despair, as she wept, she stood down and looked into the tomb. She saw two angels in white, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping, weeping? And Jesus is asking you this question this morning. Why are you weeping? What causes you to stay up at night in tears? Is it your life? Is it the life of your children? Is it your life of your grandchildren? Is it the life of some loved one? What is causing you to weep? Why are you weeping? Why are you in despair? Why do you feel hopeless? Oh, notice her response. Jesus said, she said to them, because they have taken away my Lord. And I do not know where they have led him. Jesus meant everything to her. She used to be crazy. When people see her, they don't want to associate with her. And Jesus meant a lot to her. They have taken away my Lord. And I don't know where they have led him. And she was weeping. Why are you weeping? And it's interesting, if you look at the account, we, she was one of those people. Jesus meant so much to her that even at the cross, she was there. John 19, 25 says, Now they stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. 
Thank God for the women. All the men, adios. <laughs> they all said, we won't deny you. We are going to be with you all the time. At the garden, all of them gone. <laughs> Jesus said, I don't know him from Adam. If he was saying it, he was describing saying it from in our day. I don't know this person. Let's say thank God for the women. <laughs> Later the men showed up, but let's thank God for the women. She was right there. She stayed with Jesus all the way through. And now it seems everything has ended. Does it appear that way in your life? That everything has ended. Oh, but thank God for Jesus. Somebody say thank God for Jesus. In the midst of her weeping, Jesus shows up. And I can assure you by the word of the living God. Jesus asked her, verse 15. Again, Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Jesus appeared to her at the very lowest point of her life and gave her hope. Sometimes some people weep and weep and weep and they get to the point of despair and even take away their lives. I pray you will not do that in the name of Jesus. There is always hope for you. There is always hope for you. If you are alive, there is hope for you. I said, if you are alive, there is hope for you. I said, if you are alive, there is hope for you. I said, if you are alive, there is hope for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then the next question that he asked her was, who are you seeking? That makes all the difference. What are you seeking in life? What are you looking for? What is the reason for your existence? Whom are you seeking? We all have to answer that question. But thank God, when we seek the Lord, we will find him in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And realize that God is with us and with you all the time. Notice Isaiah 41 verse 10. He says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The God who holds the whole universe in place says, I am with you. I will, I will uphold you. I won't drop you. Sometimes when you hold little babies, they get concerned that you will drop them. <laughs> oh, but here God says that I am your God. Is he your God this morning? Is he the one wh whom you put your confidence and trust in? Do you know him? Do you have a relationship with him? He says, I will strengthen you. I will help you. This morning, receive his help in the name of Jesus. This morning, receive his help in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I will uphold you with my right hand. 
But you see, the question becomes, what does the resurrection of Jesus Christ mean to me today, every single day of my life? What does somebody being raised from the dead, what does it mean to me? Why all this, why do we celebrate this day? Now to realize that, you have to know what happened in the background before Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. We started on Friday, we saw how he went from life to death. But what happened before he was raised from the dead? And what does it mean to us today? The first thing that happened when he left the cross, we discovered that he had to pay the punishment for Adam's sin. Eve was deceived, but Adam was not. We discovered that. Now, when he left that place, we saw also on the cross that he became sin. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse, verse, verse 21. We saw that he became sin for us. He became who we were. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Now, <laughs> pay very close attention because this makes all the difference. So, within those three days, before he was raised from the dead, what was going on? The first thing that happened was... He went to hell in our place. Acts chapter 2, verse 37. Acts 2, 37. He says, now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said, let, let, let's, 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 let's get the reference right. Thank you, Lord Jesus. To Peter and the rest of the brethren, men and brethren, what shall we do? This was, this was, this was Peter's message on the resurrection day. But Jesus went to hell in our place. You see, if he hadn't gone, you and I will have had to go, go there. So he says, he says this, thank you Lord Jesus, that his soul was not left in Hades. Act 2.27. He says, because thou will not leave my soul in hell. That's where he went. In Hades. Nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. Verse 31 says, He foreseeing this, spoke concerning the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. So that is the first thing that was going on behind the scenes. He went there in our place. Oh, thank God for his mercy and his grace. That is why anybody that receives Jesus Christ doesn't have to go there. He was not left there. And after three days, when the sentence had been served, God said enough. But before he was raised from the dead. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, when Adam and Eve sinned, they started running away from God. And ever since then, humanity has been trying to run away from God. 
ashamed to stand in the presence of God, ashamed to be in God's presence. And Jesus made the way back. But before he was raised from the dead, please get this. If you get this, you'll have gone very far in your Christian walk. Because he had gone from life to death, now before he was raised from the dead, he has to go back from death to life. So Romans chapter 4, Romans chapter 4, verse 25, he says, Who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised up because of our justification. Because of our righteousness. Righteousness means the ability to stand in the presence of God without fear, without condemnation, as if sin had never come on the scene. So he was raised up because of our justification. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And before he was raised up, the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 3, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. He says, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit. Made alive means to bring to life. A similar sentiment is expressed in 1 Timothy chapter 3, 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. He says, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up in glory. Notice that the phrase, justified in the spirit, made righteous in the spirit. So right before he was raised from the dead, he was in hell. And all these demons were looking at him, including Satan himself. And right before the eyes, Jesus goes from death to life and they are shocked what's going on here and knowing that now the bible calls him the firstborn amongst many brethren he goes to take the authority that Adam lost in the beginning from Satan. And when he takes those keys, all these demons want to prevent him from leaving that place. 
But thank God for Jesus. Thank God for God himself. So the Bible says in Colossians chapter 3, Colossians chapter 2, notice this. This is all going on behind the scenes. Verse 15. He's saying, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. So all those principalities and powers that endeavored to hold Jesus Christ down there, another translation says, he put them off himself. And the good news of the resurrection is the devil is eternally defeated. <laughs> and all that Jesus Christ did, you and I were identified with him. That's the beauty of it. Legally. See, there's the legal side of redemption and then there's the vital side which you experience in your life. So Romans chapter 6, Romans chapter 6 verse 4 says, Therefore we were buried with him. We were buried, legally, we were buried with Jesus. With him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised, from the dead by the glory of the father even so we should walk in newness of life so when jesus christ died on the cross it as if you and i were there when we were buried it's as if we were buried with him legally the whole human race when he went there into hell itself it's as if you and i had gone there with him buried with him and when he was, when he went from death to life, that is when justification, that is when righteousness was made available, the very life of God was made available to every, anybody who will accept it. And the other good news is, when he defeated the devil, it's as if you and I had done it, it was credited to our account. Buried with him through baptism into death. Colossians chapter 2, verse 4 verse, verse, verse says, Colossians 2 12, he says, Buried with him in baptism, in which you were raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him up from the dead. We were buried with him and we were raised with him. My Lord and my God, his victory was our victory. And not only that, when he was raised up, eventually he is now seated at the right hand of God. And not only is he seated... We are there with him. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. He says, And he raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places 
in Christ Jesus. Oh, that is the good news on the resurrection day. <laughs> we are seated together with the risen Christ. And that place, he says, is far above all principalities and power. And we are seated together with the risen Christ. He's changed our position. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, any negative position that you find yourself in on this resurrection morning, in the mighty name of Jesus, Jesus is changing your position. I said Jesus is changing your position. I said Jesus is changing your position. This is the foundation of our faith. No longer the Apostle Paul said, if Jesus Christ was not raised from the dead, then we are the most miserable people on earth. All our noise doesn't amount to anything. But thank God, Jesus is alive. Amen. I said, Jesus is alive. Amen. I said, Jesus is alive. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then, the third thing is, now he calls us each and every one of us by name john 20 verse 16 thank you lord jesus you see god knows you sometimes it, it may feel uh, you may feel like a, an individual in the air that no one cares about god doesn't care about me he doesn't know me but when she saw mary jesus said to her mary she turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say, teacher. This morning he calls you by name. He knows you as an individual. You are not just an ordinary person. You are a child of the Most High God. God knows you by name. John Smith, Peter, And whoever you are. <laughs> oh, but he knows you. By name, she said, Mary. She said, teacher. She got excited. You see, one encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ can totally transform your life. I don't, get, I don't care who you are. One day I met him. And he's transformed my life. And I know he can do the same for you. Oh, how I love him. Oh, how he's made a difference in my life. He knows you by name. Like we say, he knows where you live. <laughs> For a good reason. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah 43 1 says, But now that says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. Oh, glory. 
are mine. He knows you by name. He calls you by name. He knows who you are. I formed you. No matter your background, today can be a new beginning for you. I said today can be a new beginning for you. I said today can be a new beginning for you. The resurrection morning means that it's a new beginning for us. For spiritual death, now we have life. For sickness, we have health. For poverty, we have his prosperity. For, for everything that cares brought, Jesus has revested. It's a new beginning for you. It's a new beginning for you. It's a new beginning for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. He says that he might bring many sons to glory. Many sons. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10. Many sons, many children to glory. And now... He wants this resurrection life. Fourth thing is Jesus calling us. He wants this resurrection life to be made manifest in our lives. In John chapter 20, notice, as soon as Mary, John 20, verse 17, as soon as Jesus said to her, do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and say to them, go and say, go and say, go and say, say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he has spoken these things to her. She came and told. 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 Go and say to them. Now he calls us. And he says in verse 21. Jesus said to them again. Peace to you as the Father has sent me, I also send you. Every one of us. Every one of us. The moment that you experience this new life, the next thing he says is, go and say. Go and say. Go and say to him. And she went. And said to them, and he says, as the Father sent me, now I also send you. That is his message to us this morning. Now he is sending us into the world as his witnesses to go and tell. Look, and it's very simple. What do you think Mary Magdalene will say? She will go and testify. Now look, while he was here, he transformed my life. And then now, I've seen him. He's alive. Do you also want to believe in him? He will do the same for you. See, so many people around us still haven't heard about Jesus. Don't take that for granted. 
So many people still in the world still haven't heard about Jesus. We received a letter recently from some pastor in India. He said, so many people around here, they've never heard about Jesus. They've not heard the name of Jesus before. One, somebody said, why should somebody hear it twice when somebody hasn't heard it once? Another pastor in the Philippines, you read down, said, thousands. Thousands. And even right here in our community, right around you, a lot of people haven't heard. One time, Pastor Paul was at a certain school, and then uh, she was talking to this lady, and the lady said, oh, my son is not feeling well. Um, he's not doing well. So she said, can I... Pray, pray, with her, pray for him. And um, I think along the conversation got around this, and she, that she asked the child, do, do you know Jesus? Have you heard about Jesus? She said, I don't know who he is. I've never heard about him. Go and tell. Go and say right here in our community. So he sends us and says, go and tell. Peace to you. Do you lack peace? This morning, Jesus says to you, peace to you. The peace that I give to you, can, nobody can give it to you. The world cannot give it to you. Oh, but Jesus can give you peace. And I pray on this resurrection morning, may the peace of God be yours. I said, may the peace of God be yours. May the peace of God be yours. Who are you seeking? What is your goal in life? What is your aim in life? My goal, my aim, is to tell everyone about Jesus. I got so excited when I got saved. I was so happy. Oh, I was, I, sometimes I used to just cry in God's presence. Oh, Lord, thank you for saving me. Thank you that you went to hell in my place, that I don't have to go there. And I got so excited. I got so happy. Sometimes I will... Um, my parents will give me money to, to, to use to go to church, like midweek service, Wednesdays. And instead of using the money to take taxi, a taxi to go to church, I will walk to the place. And I'll say, oh, God, help me to preach this gospel all over the world. And that money they had given me for taxi, I'll put it into the offering. I say, Lord. Help me. I want everybody to hear about you. I was like, Mary, he's changed my life. He's transformed my life. I want everybody to hear about Jesus. And that's still my heart. That's still my desire. Oh, 
I wish that sometimes I wish I can stand like on you know how sometimes we have the globe? I can stand on top of it and shout to the whole world, Jesus is alive. <laughs> all, all at once. <laughs> look at the globe, look at I looked at, at the population is almost hitting eight billion people on the air. Think about it. A lot of people. It's not decreasing. It's going up. So I wish I could stand on the globe and say, hello world. <laughs> Jesus is alive. He wants to help you. He wants to change your life. Give you peace. Happiness. Heal you of your diseases. Oh my God. I pray you'll be like Mary Magdalene. Tell everyone about Jesus. You don't have to be obnoxious about it. You just listen to people. They'll, they'll, the, the door will open. <laughs> you see, people have problems. So they'll tell you um, this and this and this and this happened. I have a marital issue. I have an issue with my child. I have an issue with this addiction. I have this, 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 that. You see, you have conversations all the time. You see, if you love sports, you, you, you know about sports. You know the players, their names, their ages, where they come from, who they are, whatever the, your favorite sport is. And the moment you get to work the next day, that's what you start talking about because that's, that's, really that's what's in you, actually. That's what you enjoy. If you love Jesus, it's the same way. You know who Jesus is, what he came to do, what he's done for you, what he will do in the other person's life. So I'll give you a clue. Mary Madeline's testimony would, would be very simple. I used to be possessed by seven demons. This man, he changed my life. I know he can do the same for you, and he's alive. He just switched positions. Or sometimes we call them the, the, the madman of Gadara in, 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 in Mark chapter 5. The Bible says that he, Jesus healed him, delivered him, and he went around ten cities, one person. You wanted to follow Jesus at first. Jesus said, no, no, you don't come now. Go and tell what I've done for you. So what do you think his testimony will be? Will be? I used to be crazy. Now I'm no longer crazy. Jesus has changed my life. <laughs> he can do the same for you. Later on, when Jesus went back to that place, ten whole cities, one person. You see, you are significant in God's hand. One person, ten cities. But start right where you are. When you go to work, they say, what happened? What did you do for Easter? You want to know what I did for Easter? <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> they say, what did you do? Ah, then you start to say, what, what, what happened? Oh, that, that's the door, right? For me, it's, it's easy for me. It's easy. The door has, the door has opened. You want to know, what did you do for the weekend? Is that, that's not, is that a normal, normal question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. Oh, go and see. Go and tell. That's why this year, we're going to two nations, Malawi and Uganda. Next year, we'll go back to Asia. By God's grace. Everywhere. Here and everywhere. But that desire that started in my heart when I was young. 
It all, start, it all starts with a desire. You see, you don't have to be, a, be standing here. No, no, that's not. I started, I started in villages, high schools. Anybody that will listen. Oh, thank God we are his witnesses. He's alive. I said he's alive. I said he's alive. I said he's alive. That is the hope. If he's dead, then there's no point. But thank God he's not dead. I said, thank God he's not dead. And in the name of Jesus, this is the victory that has overcome the world. But thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph. We go from strength to strength. We go from victory to victory. Let's tell it. Who else is going to tell it? Ordinary people like you and I. It took fishermen, accountants, tax collectors, people, ordinary people. And they turned the world. They, when they got to one place, they said, these people that have turned the world upside down have come here. No, no, no. The world is upside down. We are flipping it right side up. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus calls us the light of the world. But ordinary people. And I pray in the name of Jesus, my prayer for you this morning, Romans chapter 8, verse 11. Notice what the Bible says. But if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Experiencing the resurrection life. Mortal means subject to death. See, Adam threw us into this man, so our bodies are subject to death. But while you are here, he's saying that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, if he dwells in you, he will quicken. That means make, make alive. He will make alive. He will give life, also give life to your mother bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. That means that the life that is in Christ Jesus, that is now in you, will begin to be made manifest in your body. That is subject to death. Keep it healthy. Keep it strong. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I just love talking about Jesus. May this life be made manifest in your body in Jesus' name. Somebody say, thank God for Jesus. We'll give life. 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 To your body. Life is surging into someone's system right now in the name of Jesus. Life. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Christ Jesus. 
The victory is ours. I said the victory is ours. I said the victory is ours. I said the victory is ours. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Any area of defeat in your life. I pray by the resurrection life of Jesus. May you go from defeat to victory. In Jesus mighty name. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks be to God. Somebody say again, thank you for Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Shout it, thank you, Jesus. May the life of God, that is the essence, essence of Christianity. If you don't get anything this morning, Jesus went from life to death. And before he was raised from the dead, he went from death to life and when he did so we were identified with him in his death we were identified with him in his burial we were identified with him when he went down there we were identified with him when he was justified or made alive made righteous and we were identified with him when he whipped the devil and his demons so that victory is now our victory it's as if you had done it you just have to accept it and believe it and walk in it. Today is a new day for you. Today is a new day for you. Today is a new day for you. The resurrection life of Jesus is yours. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Are you walking in defeat? Are you defeated in any area of your life? Today, Jesus wants to give you victory. And not only do that, but use you as his witness for others. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. Thanks be to God. Somebody say, thanks be to God. Which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's thank God. Let's pray. Jesus. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535. 